you're listening to the Modeling Confidence Podcast. If you really want to make that impact, you have to decide that you're going to be brave. Mm. You're going to be brave enough to show up for not yourself, but for everybody Mm. else that needs it. Because when you learn how to heal and empower and change the, the cycles and the stories and all of those things, it is not up to you to want to share them. You have to share them Mm. because that's the only way we're going to get healthier and better. And I mean, healthier within our minds. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Modeling Confidence Podcast. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Brooke and I'm your host for today. I hope you guys are having an absolutely amazing day. I'm having a freaking fabulous day because I'm so excited to get today's podcast guest on and I'm hoping, in fact, I know it's going to make your day and hopefully your life a million times better because some of the value that this guest is bringing to you today is just beyond. She is such a beautiful person inside and out. Her name is Shani and she is from the girl code underscore by Shani on Instagram, which is where we connected. And since following her on there, I have just learned so much from this beautiful woman. She's an amazing mom and she's just an all round amazing, beautiful woman and sister. She shares some really raw photos and some really raw content online, which is just really relatable. And today we really dive deep into the content that she shares online, but just who she is as a person, how she really has learned to love her body, especially since becoming a mom. And we really dive deep into, you know, where some of these beliefs come from that we have around our bodies, how we look, how we feel about ourselves. And it's just a great conversation, but I'm not going to take up too much of your time in the intro because it is a long podcast today. We talk for an hour and I just couldn't cut it down because she just has some really great insights that I want you to hear. So I hope you really, really enjoy this podcast. If you want to connect with me over on Instagram, I'm at by Brooke Lindsay. And again, Shani is the girl code underscore by Shani. All the links will be down in the show notes. And yeah, I hope you really enjoy this episode. Please let me know if you do screenshot and share it on Instagram and I will reshare. I love, love, love hearing from you guys. Without further ado, let's jump into today's chat with Shani. You have no idea how excited I am to have this beautiful, beautiful woman on the podcast finally. Her name is Shani from The Girl Code on Instagram. And if you're not following her, damn, you need to be. She is absolutely amazing. Shani, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yay. I am bloody, I'm like ecstatic to be here. Like I was like at four o'clock, I was like baby in bed. It is girl talk time. And I literally put everything on my life on hold. I'm so excited. So thank you for having me. You are so welcome. I'm so glad we finally did this. And I was like stalking your stories. I'm just like, she's cooking dinner. She's getting ready to talk to me. I felt like just so like privileged to have you on the podcast. So thank you again. Oh no, thank you sis. So excited. Yeah. Because 20, 2019 was so hectic. I feel like you had so, so much going on and you were really diving into this whole journey that I feel like I've just been watching you grow and it's just been really, really beautiful to watch. So for those who maybe don't know you, which is impossible because in the world of body positivity, (laughs) you are everything. Tell us a bit about you and your journey and where it all started and kind of what you're doing now. 
Oh my God. So sometimes when I get questions like that, I, I just honestly don't know where to start because yeah. I feel like my, my 26 years of life, it sounds short, but it also feels so long lived. Um, and you know, so much has happened obviously for me to get to where I am with my life and my body. And, you know, I'm a mum now, I'm a wife. I did all that stuff quite early. Yeah. So a bit about me, like at the moment I'm a stay home mummy, I guess. I'm just, I had a massive um, aha moment last year where I just was like, I need to cut the shit in my life um, yep. and whatever that was to be able to really get inside my head and my body and really just understand what it solely what it was that I wanted for myself. And also, so I've been like a performer and a, a backup dancer and a choreographer my whole life. That's and, amazing. Um, yeah. And when I say my whole life from my teenage <laughs> years, so, um, and that sort of wasn't where I, the field I wanted to go in. I actually love to sing. And that was always my thing that I was going to be this big performer and you know when I was younger I wanted to be a model so being on the stage was like always the thing that I wanted to do yeah. I never solely when I was younger probably understood why I wanted to do that but that was always I think now I understand that it was just to make people feel better about themselves so mm, I get that now yeah yeah to entertain and just have those happy moments you know and give women or girls at the time obviously other teenage girls give them the feeling that they can go for it too but didn't really understand that's what I wanted out of those things until now and so um yeah so last year big aha moment like I really just wanted to focus on what it was for myself that I wanted that mm. could also really be a learning curve and be encouraging and be a, you know, a journey as well. I didn't want to just disappear and go and study and then become whatever, you know, like I just wasn't yeah. a textbook person. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start this mummy blogging thing. Like, I think it's so cool how mums just, you know, share their life. But there was one thing missing when I, when I decided I wanted to do that. And that was that every mummy seemed so so happy. Now there was like other bloggers out there, mums that were sharing real life air quotes. And I do air, I yeah. say air quotes because, you know, some, but, but you really have to dig for those bloggers. And I think mm. that I don't want, I was like, I'm new to Instagram. I didn't even know. At the start, I was like, what's a follow button? Like, I was oh my so, God. Late. <laughs> so yeah. late to the Instagram party. I love that though. That's and, amazing. Um, <laughs> it's refreshing. <laughs> yeah calling like one of my girlfriends and being like, if I follow people, does that mean like, I'll know what's going on? And she's like, oh, <laughs> like, okay. I love that though. Um, yeah. So along the way, I, I, first I started, like, I just wanted to share about mum life. And then I was like, mum life is really hard. Mm. And, um, and there was just so many moments where I was just coming out of, well, I, I could say I started my blog when I was going through a bit of postpartum depression and, right. I don't like to say that I was completely depressed because a number of things happen in your life for you to, it's not like you just have this baby and then you're solely sad because of it. Like so mm. much happens and comes mm. up when you become a mom. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? My hubby works late at night, night shift. He's been doing that for like five years um, since we got married. And I was like, you know what? I started getting like inboxes from other women. Like some of them were around the world and just were like, um, you know, the morning when I started posting at night and those real lonely hours when the baby was asleep and hubby was gone. And I was like, wow, like, what is my life? Like, yeah. what is 
what do I do in this time? Yeah. Just started sharing. I got a bunch of inboxes and I was like, this is really beautiful to know that other women are going through this. Mm. And then I'm like 19, 20 months later, I'm here and I'm just like, this is insane how much I've learned about myself through sharing. And it's almost like my blog is literally my diary. And however Mm. I show up that day, however I feel is really just what I want to share with the world. The woman that I am on the day. So You do that so beautifully as well. And I think it's just honestly that's what's so relatable for so many women out there who follow you is that you're just documenting your journey, which is so authentically you and whether it's good or bad, however you're feeling, you just sort of pick up the camera and just express that. And I think I know myself have been behind the screen, just like, Oh my God, yes, sis, like just preach it. Uh, And it's just relatable. Even if you're not going through that same emotion, you've been through it and you know what you're going through. And it's just almost like counseling in a way. And I think if, you know, there are other mummies out there as well that are feeling lonely, it's like, it's like having a best friend online. Yeah, I remember when I first started, my bio was literally online. I'm your online bestie. Like I literally was like, you know what? I'm yeah. so insanely lonely. I'm so, and, and you know, a number of things had happened for me to become that lonely mum, stay home mum. Mm. But I was so in this like life of, I still want to be me. Like how can I still be this hip, um, you know, kind of cool mom without trying to be the cool mom. (laughs) You know, without trying to look like the cool The mean girls cool mom. What a fun mom. Um, I didn't, I kind of wanted to be, yeah, still myself. Rocking the pink velvet jumpsuit, but not the mean girls mom. Yeah. (laughs) so it was um yeah it was inevitable for me to just find my way and share that along the way and just so important because taking away motherhood you're still yourself and you're still this woman that's growing and evolving and I think after becoming a mum you're actually rebirthing the self of Mm. all the versions you wish you could have kept of yourself the good ones along the way they start to come up and that's Mm. really something you know Mm. that's something that is so priceless absolutely I feel like you're wise beyond your 26 years because I'm also 26 and I'm like how is this woman like just she just knows everything like (laughs) you're the whole package beautiful thank you so much god you are so welcome but on your journey because I feel like you started off as like a mummy blogger and then along the way you started talking about your body and body image and really diving into that as well and I feel like because you were an entertainer and on stage do you ever feel like growing up you had pressures to look a certain way how you grew up in your childhood may have affected those sort of feelings around your body confidence oh my god so much so much Mm. so that like probably what I'm doing now is more for the you know you hear people talk about so often like their younger self their 15 year old self and I relate to that so deeply, but I also relate to probably the woman that I wanted my mum to have when she was younger, because Mm. growing up, my mum, like this is, I swear it wasn't, um, you know, we weren't forced to do it, but my mum daily would be like, and this is a single mum that's working three jobs, you know, like really trying hard to keep us together as a family, but like doesn't matter what day, what time she would be up and she would go for a 10 K walk. And I'm not joking. Oh like we God. lived in the country, these big uphill mountains, like it was crazy. And she just was so fanatic yeah. about always staying 
healthy, but mm-hmm. so even more deeply so inside her head about being fat. How mm. could she not be fat? And she mm. was so concerned always about being fat, air quotes. Like mm. it was, it was, how does that not rub off on a small, yeah. like a mind that's just being molded? Yeah. And so, and my mum has bigger, a bigger build, bigger hips, you know, this is a European girl. And every time I can really remember like so much when my mum would get dressed when we were younger, we lived in this tiny, tiny country shack. We were quite poor growing up. And so we were in this small confined space and every day before school, without a doubt, my mum would just be like, don't eat any junk food. It's not good. And without realizing the pressure and like Mm. what ripple effect that's going to have. And then also her before work always being like changing her clothes five, six times because Mm. she just felt fat. So I think that that always made me really conscious, especially when I was performing a lot. Mm. And a lot of pressure there, especially performing. I think, um, I was lucky enough to be in like the hip hop dance scene. I did try the sort of ballet stuff, but, um, I think that, yeah, probably the pressure of being a ballet dancer and having that perfect figure at such a young age, that troubled me. I didn't know Mm. why that was the problem at that age, but I knew it wasn't the right thing. Mm. Um, and so I think that's where my body positivity really stems from because once I lost that size six figure after becoming a mum. I was like, wow, I, I know that this isn't okay because mm. my mum's my shown me that this isn't okay, but why isn't it okay? And, yeah. you know, it, it's, um, you know it, it really does all come from there and I've yeah. only really just become comfortable the last 12 months talking about it because I've just got to this place with my soul, literally my soul and all of my being and every fibre of me that's just gone you are never going to be able to exist in this world confidently if you just don't get over this this Mm. fear of showing up the way that you are right now because I think that we put so much pressure on ourselves to get to how we want to look and how we want to feel about our bodies that years and years pass and we haven't Mm. got there and that Mm. leads us to really dark places Mm. so it can be really dangerous and I think that I've just after probably being in the dance industry I think that I came, became really aware of the way that I looked at my body and mm. the way that society had pressured me to mm. feel in my own skin yeah. without giving, without giving like any consent for anyone to make their mind up for me. I think it's a generational thing and it's so amazing. I feel like our generation now is really has the access to the internet and all of these like beautiful people online where we're really thinking about our mindset and the way that we talk to ourselves. And yeah. I feel like my mom's very much the same. She was always, you know, we grew up not that wealthy as well and like grew up in a little shack and we were on top of each other as well. I feel like our stories are very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but she always had her hair and her nails done and, you know, always wanting to look her best and always had us dressed up growing up and things like that. And it was always very important how you looked. She would never talk necessarily positive about herself and say, oh, I look amazing in this or, you know, I love myself and blah, blah, blah. And it was almost like seeking compliments in a way. She'd talk herself down so that we'd be like, don't be silly, you look amazing and blah, blah, blah. But she would never, ever talk to us that way. She would always say, oh, you're so beautiful, blah, blah, talk us up so much. But the self the self-talk was always so negative that it's hard not to pick up on that. And as well as, you know, the pressures from society and things like that. And 
I grew up with a lot of people commenting on the way that you look and things like that and telling me you should be a model, blah, 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 blah. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to be a model. Like yeah, I'm yeah. really, really tall, blah, blah, blah. And then that's where like all my body issues stemmed from was like trying to get into the industry. And I was, I'm six foot, but I had to be a size eight, which for me, mm. like I'm, I'm a, like a pretty athletic build as well. And it's just like impossible, but it's how do you come to terms with, this is how I am. This ever since I hit puberty, this is my size. Like you need to get comfortable mm. with who you are and accepting that before you can ever really start to work on, you know, other goals when it comes to your health and your mindset and stuff like that. You just yeah. have to have that self-acceptance. Yeah, I I think that that's probably the key and and the recipe and the everything to becoming anything else that you mm. ever want to be. Yeah. You know, there's we have all these versions of ourselves that we're yet to meet always, but I think that we can never truly ever move forward with finances, with saving, with having the nice car that you want or whatever it is that makes you, you know, aspire to be more and do more. I think that we're, if we're not happy within us, and I don't mean, you know, like, I, I, I mean the exterior. If we're mm. not even a little bit okay with that, we can't be okay with anything else in our mm. lives because I have been on that end of the stick where I have been a beautiful, like, you know, I've been size six and the same as you, you know, like told mm. that you're so beautiful, you should be a model or, you know, I remember showing up to some of my dance classes and the first things that the teacher would say in front of, you know, I was, had this beautiful, I was super young, had this beautiful Turkish complexion, brown skin, kind of, Gorgeous skin. you know, and just blue, you know, like blue eyes and the whole thing. Yeah. And I just remember so many times the teachers, even my dance teachers just being like, now look at Shani, for example, she's so beautiful and thin and the way she moves her body. And it was like, it was yeah. only okay to move your body in certain ways if you were thin, you know? Mm, um, mm. And I just remember so heavily people always being like, you're so skinny and beautiful. Like, and I, I think about all that now. And I used to like, I used to wonder how I got to this place with my body and being so obsessed with being a size six. Mm. And I truly believe that that was so embedded in my mind, those compliments that I didn't like, I unconsciously had no idea that they, mm. people were planting these seeds. hundred so, percent. But you can only get compliments and you're only beautiful when you're thin and you look a certain way. And that's yeah. why I think it's so important that we recognize how we compliment, not just kids, but people in general, especially children, especially young girls that are growing up instead of saying, oh, you know, you're so gorgeous or beautiful, which is fine. You can say that, but like back it up with something more like substantial yeah. with yeah. like, you're so creative. Like you're a great painter. Like you're, and you know this, you're an amazing mum. but like when you hear yeah. when, like people just giving kids compliments, just like, oh, you're a little princess or beautiful all the time. It's just like, okay, but she's so much more than that. Yeah. And I think that that's like, if I can just touch on that as well, I think yeah. that that's, so, that's been a massive game changer for me in the way that I set myself up to think about my own body. Yeah. Because every night, without a doubt, before Angel sleeps, I always say to her, what are you? You know, and we either do a little prayer, you know, every mum has that thing before they go to bed. And I always yeah. said, Angel, what are you? And she says, I'm intelligent. And then I say, and what else are you? And she goes, I'm so smart. And at the end I say, and what else are you? And she'll always make up a word. Last night she was like, I'm poo. <laughs> but like some days she's like, you know, the night beautiful. before, yeah. <laughs> the night before that, she was like, Mummy, I'm so beautiful. And I want her to make that that decision, you For know, herself. like 
we've had so many moments in public where people have just looked at me like, what are you teaching this child? But you know, we're in Kmart two days ago and she held up shorts and she goes, don't worry, mummy, this will fit your hips. You'll still, you'll be beautiful, mummy, in this with your <gasps> oh, hips. And I was like, this is, this is the stuff that we need to be teaching. Yeah. We need to be, we need to be complimenting and stop being so narrow minded with our mm. compliments to our children. Mm. And that is stepping out of explaining to them how they look like let's stop planting that seed let's let them decide what they look like let's compliment with maybe you know how smart they are how Mm. good they are at their abc or you know whatever it is there are plenty of other things that we can touch on it does not have to have anything to do with With their appearance yeah Yeah. i could not agree more and just touching on that like since becoming a mummy so how old is angel now so she's three. She was oh, three in December. She's yeah. so, so funny. Like all the stories you post, I'm like, this girl is hilarious. Um, just like her mum. But what has changed for you, you know, with your mindset and how you sort of, with your self-talk and stuff like that, have you noticed that's changed since becoming a mum? So much. I remember a time, I think Angel must have been about 15, yeah, about 15 months old. And I just remember we were getting ready and we were going out. And I think it, when they're 15 months, it's still such a mission to get out of the house. Yeah. Because, and you're, you, mind you, like you're literally in this headspace of every time you get dressed, but people said I would bounce back. What is this? Like, what am I bouncing back to? I haven't bounced back. So, and I remember this certain time when we were about to head out and she was so young. And I remember just having that moment with myself and going, and I was getting dressed and I was so frantic. I must've changed about 15 times, like no mm-hmm. kidding. Yeah. And I just remember looking at myself and I was like, I look so fat. And as that mm-hmm. came out of my mouth, I was looking at this little baby and Angel never really was this tiny, tiny infant like she was a little baby but she was sitting up early she was doing stuff so early I feel like we totally skipped that baby baby stage and it kind of sounds crazy but she came out with all this long hair and like she people like when she was six weeks I remember I was in the elevator of my apartment one day and this lady was like oh she must be about three months and I was like this girl's (laughs) gonna have a hard time she just looks older than what she is little old soul you know so I remember looking over at her at that time and I was like this is your opportunity to stop like Mm. cut this shit because it's not me that I'm talking to anymore this is there's gonna be a ripple effect Mm. and and there's so many cultures and so many um old and um I guess I could say old fashioned ways of the way that, and and ways that I don't love of Mm. of my family and their upbringing. And that Mm. I really want to break those routines and those cultures and step out of that. And I think Mm. that that calling myself, you know, typical cliche moment where I was just like, if you don't cut the shit now, Mm. you have this opportunity to practice before she does get that little bit older. This is your practice time. And I literally just started pushing out all of that. Every time that happened, I was like, I backed it up with a compliment. And I think that once you start to do that and start Mm. to change the way that you speak, you start to change the way that you think and you can just do so much better. And every time I said stuff like that, I also looked at myself. I would literally force myself to go and look in the mirror and be like, 
can you can do better than that you know Mm. better than this Mm. and that I think that that's kind of looking at yourself and going you literally just disappointed me don't do Mm. it again yeah and it you know and it's it's just the way that I did it and yeah yeah. I, I love that because I think you explained it so beautifully that it was a process and I think so many women get scared because they feel like oh, it's something that just needs to happen and I'm, it's not happening for me and I don't feel it. And I have so many girls message me and say like, I just hate myself. Like, I just know I'm fat. I have no personality. There's nothing to like about me. And it's almost just conveying to them that that's your mindset right now. But if you can pick up those thoughts when they're happening and stop that negative self-dialogue, it's just little changes that you make every day. Like it doesn't have to be this big overwhelming task. It's just little actions every day towards, you know, not thinking that you're fat and ugly and dumb because those things aren't true. They're just your own perceptions of yourself. Like imagine studying a degree, right? I feel like there is so much pressure on changing the mindset that we become Mm. obsessed with it when we try to do it. And it's because it's new to us and Mm. you cannot live for 25 years and decide that tomorrow you are going to unlearn everything that you know about yourself. And I just think that that's so insane. And yes, we do all go into changing our mindset with that um, attitude and those ways, but we Mm. have to at some point understand that that is, you know, like, how do we wake up you know, these women and myself and Mm, yourself and how do we wake them up to go, this is going to be a process just like studying a bachelor, just like giving birth, just like curing cancer. It's going to be a process Mm. and it's going to take time. And it's like, baby girl, if you don't realize that it's going to be a process, sis, you are going to fucking struggle your whole life. So you need to understand it's going to take time. And Yeah, like these things that we think of ourselves, I always try and take myself inward and think, okay, where did this stem from? Okay, maybe Mm. the person that taught me that when I was younger, why were they so right and my opinions are so wrong? Mm. It's like one person in a, you know, billion people like why was that person's opinion so right when I was younger and it's because we're sponges when we're younger and I hear people say that all the time but until I had my child I was Mm -hmm. like I didn't realize how much we absorb at that age we literally everything that we set them to think and feel at that age and allow them to think and feel about themselves is bought through their whole lives. I truly, truly believe that. Like I really do. I feel that about myself. You need <laughs> so many more women following you to hear your messages, babe. Cause like, my God, you are so powerful in what you, what you say. And I really, cause I do have girls messaging me asking, you know, I just hate, I hate myself. There's nothing to, you know, to fix because it is how it is. And it's just like, do you have girls messaging you the same thing? And like, if you do, how do you respond to them and really help them go inward to, to feel like that they can make changes to believe that they are beautiful. They're smart. They're so much bigger than just how they look and being, you know, skinny or fat or whatever it is. Yeah, I think so. And this is a, you know, there's a lot to say with, with that topic because for me, I don't want to, I never want to call myself an influencer like that's not, but, but you need to know that every time you're on social media, sharing your life, sharing anything that you do, your clothes, your food, whatever you are automatically influencing. Mm. And I think that that's when we really need to think about the way if you're in this for the long haul and you really have a message and there's something you want to say other than sharing your fashion or whatever it is, that's all Mm. great. But if you're here, 
here with a message. You need to understand about how, and this is something I'm teaching myself. And I need to say like a disclaimer, everything that I literally talk about is from my personal experiences. Never do I talk about what could be or should be. I'm Mm. only ever talking about what I I have been through and how I, how I can share mm. so that we can all feel that little bit more comfortable because where I'm not the only one going through this womanhood and, and mm. I know that there's people out there going through it, you know, so that's what keeps me nurturing my audience and my women and my beautiful girl code community is because mm. I know that I'm not the only one. Mm. And when I do get messages like that, it's funny because I often look at my audience and I, you know, I go and look at my insights and my statistics and see like who are the people I'm actually talking to and they are women and you know you know there's this little bar graph of like the ages and mine's like from 18 to 25 26 and then I have this massive jump from like 40 to 50 and it's so crazy because I'm like in that time, I feel like from 25 to 30 and I'm in this right now, I have learned so much about myself and Mm. how I can love myself and better, do better for myself. How can I think cleaner and smarter? And by cleaner, I mean, you know, being kinder to myself. um, It's just like, yeah, so I I do, I get a lot of those messages, stacks of them. And sometimes Mm. I don't even get a chance to open them, but I really do want to be there for everybody. And that's probably what kills me the most is I can't be there for everybody you have such a big audience it would be it would take Um, you hours and hours and hours away from your baby girl to try and reply to everyone yeah yeah. and that's why it's so important for me to make sure and and make sure that my message is getting across and I really am looking at this year how I can narrow what it is that I want to share and um and empower people about and imperfectly Mm. power is always my motto because I'm not trying to trying to get things right for us women i'm not trying to get them perfect but what i am trying to get them to a place of being livable with how do we live with what we are and who we are Mm. and how do we live right now how do we stop thinking about when i have this or when i have that when my body looks like this because i've been there and that time is never coming and if anything that time is gone for me because unless i meet a sugar daddy and he pays for all the surgeries (laughs) like it's not happening you know like (laughs) i mean it's on the cards (laughs) I so badly badly want for every woman to feel like who they are is enough and that it's okay. And we hear that repeatedly (laughs) on podcasts and, you know, in books and all kinds of things. But that's because the women that are trying to create this movement are having such a big message that is still so unheard because Mm. we are we are almost suffocated in Mm. this fabrication of what women are supposed to be Mm. people like myself and yourself that are in this, um, you know, you could call it an industry of trying to make it a better place for women and their bodies and their Mm. minds and understanding. We get that it's happening, but there's so many other women out there that still don't feel the movement. And until Mm. that movement is felt and there's a major ripple effect and we are seeing these, you know, um, curvy girls on big billboards and all the things it is happening but it's mm. happening too slow. And I yeah. feel like by the time we get there, we are going to be so damaged and we are going to be band-aiding so many younger women that mm. it, the, there's going to be no effect. Mm. So we need to make sure that when we are sharing and when these people do inbox us or we get these DMs, we need to be making sure our, our message is loud enough and clear enough on our platform, which for me, it's Instagram, mm. that it's the message is there and they can find the answer 
for themselves in my content, whatever content. it might be. Yeah. So that's what I'm really trying to work on um, because there's no way I can get to all my DMs. Uh, there is no yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> it is not um, happening. I love the way that you but, put that though. I think when we're in it and I know that same for me in the past year, I've made all the efforts and I practice what I preach and, you know, unfollowing people that don't make me feel good and following amazing women like yourself. I feel surrounded by this love and like, I feel like the movement is like so impactful, but if you're not in it and if you're still stuck in that mindset that you and I were in, you know, a couple of years, even just, yeah, a couple of years ago, you're not feeling that impact. And I think you're so right in the sense that we have so much more room to grow and you see it in the media still. Like we, we're seeing, you know, a few, um, a bit more diversity and a bit more uh, different bodies and things like that in, in the media, but it's still, it's not enough in comparison to what outweighs it, which is a lot of negativity, uh, no representation of a lot of people. What are your thoughts on how women can be uplifting each other more when it comes to this movement? Because I feel like growing up, I was very competitive with anyone, like just sporting yeah. wise, because I was always very athletic and then getting into the modeling industry. It's like you're almost pitted against other women. And it's just like, are you as beautiful as them? Are you as tall, as thin, as blah, blah, blah? And we're just almost conditioned to try and be as good as or better than the next person without just taking a second to be content in what we have and practice gratitude. And we don't take the time to build each other up whilst also trying to build ourselves up. Like, what is what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, there's so many answers to all yeah. of your beautiful questions. And I think mm -hmm. that that's because it is a really damaged way of thinking about ourselves and the mm -hmm. way that we see ourselves. And there's so much damage and some things that we can just never go back from as women and especially at our age, because how we talk about like our, you know, our mothers, 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 that, that, yeah. th that generation and those generations of trying to get themselves to be so perfect and right is such, so heavily influenced. So, mm. so heavily influenced that those people like my mum, she's never coming back from that. Mm. Like I can honestly say that. Mm. And so it is my job. If I'm recognizing that there's a culture here that we need to break, then we mm. need to do it and we need to do it now. Like yeah. I said before, like the cures for any sicknesses or anything else that is going on, we need to do it. And it's, it, it is, you know, you hear all these beautiful speakers, especially like the ones that I listen to saying it's an emergency. We have to do these things now. Mm -hmm. And we do yeah. because so fast I've seen my, my daughter just grow up in three years and I'm just like, whoa, I can't remember 10 minutes ago. Like how did this happen? <laughs> yeah. You know? um, I'm going to be really like honest here. The, we Please. can talk about calling our, our, our you know, women are the women's sisters and we can yeah. you know we can do all the things to be like babe what you're doing is a great job or mm. what you know we can say things but if we are not going inwards if we are not fixing the shit that we are saying to our own selves and the way that we are feeling we mm. are never ever mm. going to be able to uplift and uplift purely because we want to because we want our friends and our sisters and our you know girlfriends whatever it is we want them to literally do better be better feel better because mm. we want them to, because we want them to want to. 
But if we are going to keep on doing this half-hearted, half-assed, we really want you to do good. But when you do, I sit in my bedroom or I sit on my phone and think like, oh, fuck her for doing good. Yeah, like, judgy. that's not, that's, you know, we feel that. I feel yeah. that. When, when someone tells me that's so amazing, babe, and then next week they're acting a little bit different towards me. I want this shit to come from your soul. I want yeah. you to fix fix whatever it is that is inside your stomach and your gut and your womb and your heart, whatever it is that is aching within you to feel like you cannot genuinely from the depths of your soul uplift another woman, Mm. fuck it off. Like you need to, there is so much work there. Work to be done. Yeah. Like don't give a fake compliment if you really can't, if you can't feel it within you. Mm. I just feel like that's how we're going to do, that's how this uplifting movement is going to work. Mm. Like when I, when I look at you or any of my beautiful women that are in this movement and I think, go her, like if you were to literally show up on this, on this <laughs> Zoom right now with nipple tassels on, I'd be like, go girl. Like, yes, queen. Do, if that's what you want, but I want you to want it for you. And I want Good you to, to know. Be- Next time we're jumping <laughs> on this Zoom call now. I'm going to come on and be like, hey. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> so I, I really want it to come from within. Yeah. And I feel like that's how it's, we're going to really feel the movement is when, when it's real. It's really, 100%. yeah, really real. Because people as, as well, like, you know, people online are so much smarter these days. And if you're being fake, if you're being ingenuine, it takes like two seconds for someone who's really in tune with who they are to just pick up on that shit and call it out. And like you said, if you feel like you're getting fake compliments, it's almost worse than someone just saying nothing at all. Like it's just almost insulting. And I, I also think that it's better for the person if, you know, someone is really struggling themselves, they need to be working on themselves. Like you can preach and say, yes, this go do this. You're amazing. Blah, blah. And even if it is genuine, people aren't going to listen to that and take it. They're going to take it with a grain of salt. If they know that you're just talking shit about yourself or you don't lift yourself up, they're like, why would I take advice from you if you can't even help yourself kind of thing? And the best thing that you can do for yourself and those around you is to really lift yourself up first. Yeah. And you know what? Like we, I, I think I'm a creature of like, when I see someone doing it, I'll really believe it. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's, it's the same, like seeing is believing and it literally is like, you can preach to me as much as, but when you speak to someone like me that likes to think, and, and I know that I am in tune with myself and what I mm. want for myself. And whilst mm. that's still a work in progress, I'm going to feel your fake news, fake shit, like, you know, a mile away and I can sense it and I can feel it because I am in this for not myself, nothing to do with myself. Mm. I want to heal myself so I can heal other people. Mm. I can start to spread that message because if I'm not showing that and I'm not, you know, I'm not doing this for me, I'm literally doing this for every other woman that's ever Mm. felt insecure, scared, sat in the bathrooms when they were younger, crying for the women that, you know, um, really cannot stand themselves to a point where they have to change 10 or 15 crazy times before Mm. they walk out the door. Mm. There are so many different types of women that are going through it and I think that um yeah as long as we we we've healed ourselves and we can begin that journey that's when we can start to spread the message and really make an impact yeah I love that and for the women out there like I feel like last year I really 
started this journey properly where I was just like, you know what, I'm cutting the shit. And because I was posting a lot of like modeling photos and all of that kind of stuff because I was doing it as well. And I feel like I really put that on the back burner because now I'm like, I don't want to be projecting that kind of false image of who I am. Like, yes, that can be me. And I think that's okay as well. But also there's this whole other side where it's just like, you know, I have the stretch marks, rolls and all of that. And you can twist and turn and have the right lighting and look perfect. Mm, But when it comes to the end of the day, like when I get into bed with my fiance, like he touches my thighs where there's fat and there's jiggly bits and there's all of that. And it's just as beautiful. Like he doesn't judge me for it any of that and I think we feel pressure to look a certain way for men or on social media but I want to ask you is because I feel like this year I want to do more I want to share more content where it's like real and I'm showing the roles and stuff like that but that can be really scary and I want to ask you how you finally took steps to you know show pictures of yourself with your roles and and all the normal stuff that we really 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 need to normalize for girls yeah and do you mean like how did I get there yeah because I feel like I've really been struggling lately with with still in my head being like oh like you know what's someone at work gonna say if they see this photo of me Mm -hmm. half nude with my roles and or you know what's the perception gonna be that I'm not well I know what you could say to them fuck you your opinion doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is um, they wouldn't even say anything anyway would they it's just in my own head you know what I mean yeah yeah how how do we get over that how did you get yeah. over that in your I experience? Love you, I love so much that you think that I'm over that. And that's what yeah. people like, that's what everybody is um, reading from what I'm sharing. You just because seem so confident I, and convicted. Yeah. I think that you, you almost, I don't force that upon myself, but yeah. the more that I put that out there and the more that I lay there at night and think, shit, should I delete that? Or should I take that content down? Because my grandmother asked me the other day, like, bless her soul, if she comes and learns how to use podcasts, she's going to hear everything. <laughs> now <laughs> listen to my podcast. Okay. You feature. Um, <laughs> but it's so crazy because, you know, um, yeah, she's literally, and I, I will veer off and come and I'll circle back around to <laughs> yeah, what we're talking about, but she's another um, soul that's only just come back into my life. And the other day mm. she really did say this to me. She was like, Shani, I just got Instagram. You know, she hasn't seen my mum for 20 years plus and wow. they're really trying to rekindle their relationship. And a lot of what my mum thinks about her body and the way she's thought about herself her whole life comes from this person. So I've really found it hard to reconnect with this person that, I see has damaged another young woman's mind at some point. Mm. And now that I'm a mum and I have the opportunity to sit and think about how I want to be, I'm not trying to be perfect, but I am mm. trying to teach the cycle. New, new ways and break mm. the cycle. And she said to me, Shani, I said, oh, she said, why do you want to do, why do you want to do what you're doing? And I just said, and you know, she's like, nobody has to see all that. And I said, but that's just it. Mm. Your old fashioned ways and the ways that people think about nobody has to see that. That's Sweep exactly it under the rug. We have to see. It's yeah. exactly what we have to see to start understanding that that is real life and real mm. bodies. And when I say real, I don't want to eliminate the skinny girls or the plus size no, girls. Because I feel like when we constantly talk about, you know, like real bodies, does that have to be curvy why is skinny body not real or why yeah. is plus size you know like why is yeah. plus size so real on our platforms when yeah. we talk about real and raw why are yeah. plus size you know and I'm like okay so um and I just said I'm doing this because 
these are these are the ways that women think and the way that and I want to break that cycle. Mm. If I can do that to ten thousand people, or last year I was doing that to three hundred followers, and you know, oh, audience. you're kidding! Like, That's how quickly like, you've grown. Like, like, what? do you like, have blown I feel up, like girl? It's quick, but not. It's well deserved, um, believe me. More don't like Don't gas me yet. Don't gas me yet because like <laughs> we want to make this a bigger, bigger, more extravagant thing. And okay, we won't jinx it. <laughs> not touch wood, like um We don't need to, girl. You know you're killing yeah. it. But we just don't we don't um get over it. And I think that mm-hmm. we're always learning, and especially for me, I'm posting about this stuff so I can also learn from myself because yeah. I don't see anyone that I'm real I'm I'm learning bits and pieces from people mm-hmm. that are empowering me and sharing their journey and story. And I'm ever so grateful for that. But I wanna piece all of that and bring it all together mm. and share that that's what I want to do and so I just go mm, I'll post this and if you know I'm not worried about the likes like the other mm. day I posted something and you know I posted the same thing about six months ago and I had 700 likes on it mm. and and then the other day I posted something and, and the same picture it was like one of the rolls pictures and it got yeah. um, like 70 likes and I thought yeah. what's changed with my audience and within that time but that mm. does not mean that I stop my message because people people are not, you know, receiving it the way I want them to. That Mm. doesn't mean, because the minute I stop, I'm one of these, I I really am one of these people. When I stop showing up for other people, I'm not showing up for myself. Mm. And that's how I prove myself that I can be all of the things that I want to be is I'm actually, as I'm speaking it to you, I'm becoming those things. And so that's, that's, um, you know, you just have to, you have to be brave. The only way that we can change stigmas and change the world or change whatever it is whether your thing is climate or body or you know whatever it is which should be both mind you for yeah. everyone yeah. <laughs> at this point in time. yeah oh god uh, let's not go there the podcast yeah. isn't long enough <laughs> um but yeah i think that if you if you really want to make that impact you have to decide that you're going to be brave mm. you're going to be brave enough to show up for not yourself but for everybody mm. else that needs it because when you learn how to heal and empower and change the the cycles and the stories and all of those things it is not up to you to want to share them you have to share them mm. because that's the only way we're going to get healthier and better and i mean healthier within our minds yeah I completely agree. And I think once we realize that it's bigger than us and our bodies and the life that we're living, and I would say, you know, that photos, it it comes down to so many things with algorithms and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, that shit doesn't matter because that's 70 people's lives that you could have changed and affected. And, you know, when I post things like that, I think, oh God, like, I'm sorry, like, I'm a bit, you know, worried about posting that blah, blah, but it takes one girl to message me and say, oh, I've just had the courage to message you. And like, you know, I just feel so much better about myself after like following you for so long. I thought you're perfect, had perfect skin, blah, blah. And like, I feel so much closer to you that will like bring me to tears just to be thinking that one girl is now feeling just, even if it's just in that moment, just a little bit better about herself Mm. because she thought someone who looked a certain way wasn't real. And that was their Mm. life. And she felt small in comparison and that's just helped her feel better about herself. And so I think even if, you only reach three or four people and you impact their lives, it's totally worth it. Yeah. 
and and you know and these things come back like the other day i that that exact post that you know had didn't get many likes and, I, and not that that's what i was concerned about but it was more when people like it it means the message is being seen and they're yeah. receiving it and they're yeah. taking a moment to take it in that's what's important to me yeah. and so yeah. you know um but then after that it was days and days later where i got this message from this beautiful soul that had said you know i'd been in a car accident recently and i've lost the ability to use my legs and all of these mm. things and she just said that post has mm. literally changed the way that I've thought and it's changed me forever and yeah. it's like that is that's all that's all yeah. I need that's all I you know I, I will don't stop me I'm like I'm on my period right now I will literally <laughs> burst into tears are you really oh my god we are literally same oh my god soul sisters but I that literally that I'm tearing up right now because just oh the change that you're making on women's lives is so beautiful. But anyway, I'm going to let you go to sleep. So I'm going to wrap it up. But I want to know, I always ask guests on my podcast, how do you go out into the world and model your confidence, especially for a little angel baby? That's what yeah. I call it now because you always say that. I'm just like, angel baby. So beautiful. I love that name. <laughs> yeah. Everyone that I know is like, has, has a name. Like my girlfriend is Jessie girl. Angel is angel. I don't know why I do it. I just do it. <laughs> I love um, it. <laughs> I, me, the renamer. Um, no, I, how do I go out? How do I personally, or how would I advise other women to go out? And how do you personally? Yeah. Um, I think that this is something that I learn, relearn about myself every day. Mm. Um, and I've really struggled with anxiety as so many of us do. Mm. Most women that you meet will tell you that they struggle and they struggle to lengths that you can't even imagine. Mm. Um, and so I think, and at lengths that don't even sound believable. Mm. So I think that you need to fall in love with yourself every single day re-falling rehire yourself to use your body every single day jump mm. up remind yourself two feet on the ground that I, I i don't own this body but it's given to me to do mm. all the things that i need to do and i have the opportunity to get it right and you know it, it doesn't have to be big steps you don't need to be take, making big drastic steps towards feeling confident in the world but mm. i think that if you start to do and you know air quotes you you do the inner work but if you really do start to muddle through and unravel and untangle all of the things that have made you feel and built you up to be this thing that maybe you are not completely you mm. then I think when you start to do that you can really start to show up to every day how you want to and and know that um you know there's always someone watching and for me it's angel mm. um and you know when I was younger it was always the girls that would I was teaching in my dance classes there's yeah. always someone taking something from you that mm. you don't even know that you're capable of so I think that without having the pressure of like you need to be doing great things at all time so mm. that anyone watching you you know is empowered it's not about that but if you are truly and utterly in in contact and connected to your own soul and what you really want you'll wake up no matter what body you're in you'll wake up and you'll do what you need to do and you know and just be blessed like think about yeah. it you know like we always think and talk about counting your blessings but like imagine tomorrow and I think this every single night before I go to sleep imagine tomorrow if I woke up and I didn't have this vehicle to go and do what I need to do it just didn't move or work anymore the way it does yeah. now yeah that means my mission my purpose my belief mm. everything is crumbled and gone mm. and if that's taken away from you who are you 
you are nothing without that body. So you just need to really, really love on you and do everything that you can every single day to walk towards being and feeling and doing all the things that are you. Because I think that when we, when we feel that little bit closer to who we really are, whatever that might be, then we can just truly go out and, and you, and the confidence will come with that. Mm, I love that. So beautiful. So much value in that. Oh, thank you so much. So tell us quickly, what is going on for you at the moment? What are you up to next? I know you're on a journey and you have a lot of things going on. Yeah. And also where can people find you? Yeah. So my Instagram handle is the girl code, um, underscore, is that a thing anymore? (laughs) Underscore by Shani, um, and Shani without an R it's S H A N I. Um, and I think that that's probably the best place to get me. I really am working on, um, doing, you know, trying to come in on different platforms, but I feel like the reach and the movement for me right now is on Instagram. Um, I do plenty of cute little IGTVs with, you know, uh, big passionate chats about life and body. I love you. Literally, I literally with any IGTVs, I'm always like, oh, I'll just watch the like first 30 seconds and yours go for like nine minutes. And I'm like on the (laughs) edge of my seat till the very end, just like, yes, oh my God. That's so great to know because normally I'm like, wrap this up, sis. Come on, like, (laughs) your voice. No, I'm always like, I need more. (laughs) Like, stay on the beach and chat to me. (laughs) Oh, love you for it. Um, Yeah, so that's where you can find me. but any other links that come up and any other places you can find me are always going to be in my um, Instagram handle. Um, and then what's coming up for me is I, I was so proud um, to announce a couple months ago that I'd been chosen for the photo studio. They were having a competition about um, curvy modeling. And um, I think that I fall in between the plus size and the skinny girls. And I want us to all feel like just girls and mm. women. And so I took the opportunity and one of, uh, you know, one of the biggest things was like, Oh, what if I'm not really curvy girl enough? I'm going to mm. cop crap for that, but I am mm. curvy. All girls mm. are curvy girls. We all, and so I just went for it. Um, so in the middle of, and you would know what this is like, the whole modeling thing um, is getting a portfolio re- ready, which I stalked yours last night. It was so uh, good. It was so hot. I was like, I know her. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm in the middle Less. of getting my portfolio ready. And I literally just want to do anything that aligns with me. Um, and for, that might be from, you know, being a stay-at-home mom, I'm looking to do like my paid ads, but they also still need to align with me. Any paid mm. collaborations still need to align with my brand. And my mm. brand is always making people feel better, look yeah. inside and do the work. Um, but also I really, I'm just on this journey of really this year, like trying to figure out where I need to go with all of this, you know, with all of my beautiful dance and music and, you know, all of the things that I want to do with fashion. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm recording something about this at the moment, but it's like, you don't ever have to be this one thing. You Mm. can be all of the things, but you just need to work out a way to do it. So, um, yeah, I think I'll kind of just be popping up all over the place. I have a couple of little shoots coming up. Um, and they're also about empowering women to just love on themselves. So I will be around. (laughs) I love that so much. And any sort of help or anything you need when it comes to like YouTube or anything like that, if you need any tips, I'm your girl. 
I oh can my help God, you out with anything. You. Yeah, because um, I'm so hopeless. Let me uh, be real, guys. I really? did not make it on, on Instagram world easily. I'm still working <laughs> out like if I double tap, is that a like? <laughs> but I, if Beautiful. I can just say one last thing. Yeah, I go for is, it. Is like, I think that I cannot stress enough for every or any woman that is listening or, you know, following you or myself that body positivity does not have to be if your body has stretch marks or scars or mm. you might be... 20 kilos or you might be a bigger, you know, plus size girl, whatever you call yourself. Or if you're the really mm-hmm. like size six girl, you can be a size five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it, we're all body, body positive. Like that can yeah. be anybody. You just Everyone. have to decide that you are going to be thinking positively about yourself and other bodies. So that's the, the my, my last and final message. <laughs> I love that. Every body at any size. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you so, so much for how long we've been going now. An hour. Thank you so much for an hour of your time. I feel I've loved so it. blessed. Thank you so much for coming on. No worries. I hope that this is everything that we can put out there and change the world and empower these beautiful people with. So thanks for having me. Thank you all so much for listening. If you got through to the end of this podcast, I hope it's brought you so much value. And if you have, please screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag myself at by Brooke Lindsay and Shani, who is at the girl code underscore by Shani. And if you'd like to hear more from me in the next podcast episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on any body confidence, love, spiritual mindset, all of that good stuff. And I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye everyone.